0: Oh, fancy! You could join us, Biggie. Yeah,
1: okay, are you really gonna give me shit for being late? <laughs> I told you I needed sh- a few more sh- minutes. Shit. I mean, wait. I had to wrangle oh, a fucking—I had to wrangle a goddamn cat because he's be real shit. Funny. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, speaking of pets, uh, Biggie. Um, so we have to like give him this medicine. I don't think it does anything. His eye hasn't gotten any better, but. <laughs> um when we give him this medicine like at first we had to we had this whole process of like taking him out of the bin getting him comfortable in a blanket then giving him this medicine because it's like a liquid and we give it to him orally through a syringe and like he would like tilt his head back and he'd be like drinking it basically upside down as he tilted his head back all the way and eventually one day like when we brought the syringe to his face, he actually reached out and started drinking right away. And we're like, wait, what the hell? Wait, what? And then we learned he just likes the medicine.
1: Oh,
2: wow.
0: So instead of having that whole process, I just like go Yo, over to his bin. Like I, I take the little igloo off of him and I just feed him while he's asleep, and he'll just drink it while
3: he's sleeping. <laughs> No. <laughs> Most pets are not that easy when you got.
2: I was going to say yeah, experience. normally it's the exact opposite. They're they're struggling yeah. like they hate the medicine. It's awful.
0: Oh yeah. He struggled. I he struggled a lot with the eye drops, uh but we don't do that anymore and yeah. he doesn't like it when I do a saline wash on his eye, but it gets all the crusties out. So
2: Well, yeah, it'd be even harder for like such a small little critter, too.
0: He's smarter than me sometimes, <laughs> so I mean like I got to do what I can to. Keep him satisfied. He is. He's escaped like three, four times.
2: Damn, damn.
0: Um, we found him like using tools, basically.
3: He's evolving. (laughs) He He is. Like, Like, what what level of
0: tools are we? (laughs) Level of tool, as in like (laughs) I wish. Um, he like pushes the shavings to one side of the bin to reach the edge of the bin he's in Oh yeah, and make like a little ramp to escape and another time we saw he had like maneuvered one of his little wooden tube t- toys and yeah. like propped it on its side at a 45 degree angle
3: making ramps you
1: he's, a a
0: make-
3: hamster, he's a like, rampster he
1: chose, chose the edge oh my god.
0: of the glass <laughs> oh my god he's
1: a rampster,
0: a rampster. oh boy <laughs> Oh my god! This is the kind of evening we're in for.
1: Yep, It's going to be a good time. And this is Balcony Banter, episode forty-four.
0: Oh my god! That's our fucking cold open.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> it.
3: We're in <laughs> the, oldest, the coldest open that I've
1: ever. <laughs> you are the we okay? And now you're you going to be there? like, no, we're no, we're rushing along too much after being <laughs> be fucking late to get on the goddamn call. Fuck Who it. me? No. No fly. I would never. <laughs> We got Zoo again. Actually, I think you were on the last episode, technically speaking.
3: Technically speaking, yeah.
1: Although, yeah, because we had a week off in between because your boy was real tired out. Real tired. (laughs) Well, yeah, okay, because work's kicking my ass right now. So I needed a little break. Sue me. I, to be fair, it's not like in the time between doing the show and, and the work stuff. I'm not just like playing Destiny a lot now
3: yeah yeah you much
1: much to zoo's (laughs) delight i'm sure
3: (laughs) well yeah i'm like living the dream lately
1: we got zoo we got fly as well this week yeah
2: well i i hate to be that guy but it is actually episode 45 You're not. No, you're fucking wrong. Look at the name of the chat. Let me double check. Look at
1: Spotify. I I swear to God, if you're right about this again, I'm just so angry. I checked. I double fucking checked. No, it is. You're
3: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like (laughs) these
1: wouldn't have a little chat for the last one. That's
3: why
1: that's why I'm doing Oh no! Well, well all right. Well, it's episode forty-five. Crack open Thank a new you cold days. open.
3: <laughs> With the gang. No,
1: we uh, we're <laughs> right too deep already. The the intro. It's too hot now. We can't. It's too hot. The oven's going. It's we're already in it.
3: It's it, we've already got an amendment necessary here.
1: I fuck. I broiled it. I fuck, I, I broiled too it too much. Uh, a little bit, I would say, but. Uh yeah, it's episode forty-five, and we're back. I'm Big B. I don't remember if I said that,
2: and I'm Bees. I know I didn't say that yet.
1: Okay, well that's good. Now we're all introduced, and now we can commence. Um, yeah, we could just dive back into the destiny because I know I kind of brought that up for a moment. Okay, but I feel like that's basically just gonna isolate fly right off the hop. Okay, I don't know if that's yeah. like the fairest. Yeah, thing to do. I, I don't
3: as the <laughs> as the preeminent destiny emperor of our friend circle i don't i don't want to subject <laughs> Fly to that she, <laughs> i she, i, I, all I'll I say, okay i want to say you're phrasing <laughs> wording though <laughs> the all destiny i want to say emperor? <laughs> yeah, that's the emperor, a... emperor of destiny uh all i want to say is that even when people were not playing the game with me fly was like the best at, every time i would post something it's not her world but she would say something just to appease my insane oh. ramblings about it, and I appreciated that immensely. So she oh. she is, in her own way, the MVP.
0: Yeah,
3: of Destiny. Up until people started playing with me, and she's oh. still an honorary member for sure.
0: Ah, oh, that makes me really
3: happy. Okay. But I think, to be fair, I will say I believe I deserve at least
1: an honorable I, mention for the no- numerous times I have actually played Destiny. With that's you. true. <laughs> yes. Many other people. Everyone deserves world. credit. And I well, give this I, I'll yeah, give credit. I'll even give why the credit uh, of I know that I, part of why you don't play I, it is because it would make you I physically was, die. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say as as the resident empress of motion sickness, <laughs> I really appreciate your shout out for me saying, like, yeah, you share that new article, you talk about that new update.
3: Yeah, you're you're exempt. You're you're, physically, you're you're like the the draft dodger people who are like, well, I have flat feet, I just can't. You're like, e- that's the whole thing. you would be drafted into the Destiny Consortium, but you're unable to due to physical restrictions, and that's okay. We we are a very accepting group, and we understand that. And uh,
0: I really appreciate the accommodations for my motion sickness.
1: <laughs> I'll say though, Zoo, you were talking
3: about names for that
1: Destiny. Server you set up for us on Discord and yes, Destiny please. Consortium isn't too bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do,
3: I don't like the name of that. It sounds like that. What was that Matt Damon movie with like? Oh God, we're doing Matt Damon again. Uh, okay, <laughs> it was the, the Adjustment Bureau, which was like it was kind of oh, like a, yeah. a weird corporate version of uh, like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. He like works for this corporation, or th- there's some corporation involved with like handling memories or something, and he goes chasing after his his long lost love. And the movie was not that great, but just the, the title of it, the Adjustment Bureau, sounds like a similar thing, like the Destiny Consortium. It sounds like a consortium involved in like planning and plotting the destiny of every person on Earth. It's like hmm. the fate gods. That's kind of I don't know. I uh, you know, there's there maybe there's something there
1: that actually sounds like it has a little potential.
3: Yeah, a little. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, see I mean it. anything. Has I could see like a right, look, long enough.
1: <laughs> like, like a like a modern fantasy kind of thing with this like group of people basically being like the Greek Fates kind of yeah like a, yeah sort of like the masters, thing. I could see it'd be like a, a young young adult like young young fiction, youth fiction, whatever. Fucking you know the genre. I mean yeah, the one
3: sure. yeah the, the animorphs the animorph basically. genre hey,
1: okay. yeah it's it's basically like animorphs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh shit it's like anamorphs, except you morph from who you are now to who you're meant to be
0: oh
2: your
3: spirit dog. that's deep dude man that's fucking deep dog <laughs> wow i didn't i'll let me tell you when i was saying it i didn't think it was gonna be oh uh, well you know that was a pleasant surprise <laughs>
1: Well, that's how it goes when you smoke marijuana. Um,
0: <laughs> Are these the chores you were talking about? No, I can't come others. yet. I have chores.
1: chores <laughs> yeah. No, we were just getting back from doing some running around, so I was still dealing with stuff. We got yeah. a new fucking TV, but that apparently our wall mount does not fucking. It's not compatible, so we got to oh, fucking replace shitty. that. But oh, no. it's okay. It just means we got to like, I got to go get a wall mount tomorrow, basically. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there. But at least he got TV again.
1: Yeah. Well, because the living room one got fucking fried or something. I don't know. Oh, shit. It just stopped working. Screen stopped turning on. Uh Well, nope. Yeah, she's pretty old, so it is what it is. Yeah. What's new with you guys though?
0: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, that was just a whole lot going As soon as it gets on. personable, every like, well, the conversation just
0: dies. It's, like like I. There was, like, a very palpable silence. I'm like, I'm definitely going to fill this in with a, I don't know.
1: Well, it's see, that's the thing. Because I didn't really have a whole lot to say either. Like, I haven't had a whole lot going on
0: myself. <laughs> well, I, well, it, I was, just,
1: it was kind of great that everyone else all just kind of had the same response as me. And it just I wound up, just by pure chance, just kind of, like, throwing us into silence. What I think
3: happened was that... Everyone was just waiting for somebody else to say something. Yeah. Polite. <laughs> you know, you've heard of a Mexican standoff, right? This is this, yeah. is, a this is a Canadian standoff. This is the Canadian standoff. Everybody's just quiet and says nothing because they're waiting for the next person to talk, and the conversation just dies.
1: It, it was beautiful. I could like hero Canada playing, as you said.
3: Right? <laughs> I
2: could hear the geese flying off in the distance. Oh
1: yeah. They you are flying no off
3: though. They fly
2: off. Yeah. They are loud.
0: Oh, I they're had anxious. like some i I have i sleep with the window open and some like crows were like i don't know killing something on my roof the other day and it was very very noisy through my open window
3: that's like spring you're like oh i can hear the robins chirping and i hear the sparrows flitting to and fro and then in the fall it's like i can hear the crows ripping apart the carcass (laughs) of some some dead roadkill on my roof that's, well, okay. that, that's the, the sunshine difference. is gone. Yeah, that,
0: that's the difference between girls on <laughs> September 30th and girls on October 1st. Oh, fucking
3: lord! I just the juxtaposition <laughs> of that is just real good. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I've kind of discovered recently that squ- uh, squirrels can like make different sounds than like the typical like little. That, oh oh that's yeah, before. they make
3: oh, that. Yeah, they make chittery like weird, that
0: scary weird screechy noise.
2: Yeah, I heard it out my window this morning, oh. like, and it was just like this oh little. Eh, yes! it. it's yeah, it's like what, yeah. what? You want a so hell weird. Is that? You wanna go,
3: bro.
1: I actually I have a good story related to the squirrels from recently. I forgot oh about this until just now. Oh, I was shopping at the one grocery store near uh, my apartment, um, and. Walking down the fucking one aisle because I just like fuck I gotta go back and grab this one thing, and I'm looking down the aisles as I'm going, and as I'm cutting by this one uh, wider aisle that's got like uh, like cat food and like other like cleaning supply shit down it, I see darting out from under the one like middle like row no. of like, shelves across the fucking floor no. to the other side this black fucking squirrel. Oh my god. And I just saw him like zoom through and I'm like, Excuse Oh, in my mind at first, I'm just like, Oh, it's a squirrel. Okay. Like I, I've seen squirrels plenty of times My mine's yeah, not yeah, yeah. thrown by a squirrel immediately. But the I start walking and I get to the next aisle, the one that I'm like going to, and I kind of stop and I'm like, wait a wait minute. A minute. <laughs> what the <if laughs> fuck was there a squirrel in the store? I went and I looked back and he was still sitting there for a moment. Oh and God. He darted off and ran. I'm like, uh, like What? What do I? Oh what do I do in this? Like, what responsibility do I have? Do I? Do I need to tell an adult?
0: <laughs> I what what is my social responsibility yeah. for finding the squirrel? I That's
1: went hilarious. up and I uh, I went up to pay and I because I went to the self checkout and there's like the lady there and you gotta ask her for the plastic bags and shit and uh, I just like yeah so uh, I'm sure someone's probably noticed by now. But in case no one has mentioned, there's, uh, I, I didn't even finish the sentence. She's like, yeah, no, we're, we're aware.
3: And as, you mean as,
1: as I fucking said that, like someone else showed it out. Like one of the employees like, oh, there's the squirrel. It like ran across and then back into <laughs> the fucking shelving. And they're like, God wow. damn it. We'll fucking get him.
3: In an <laughs> situation. It was like, I, all right, well.
0: I love how, <laughs> how she's like. I love how she was like, yeah, I know we're working on it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <God>. I'm just <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but but to the squirrel. <laughs> like
3: <laughs> to
0: the squirrel
2: <laughs> Yeah, just walk up to do and be like, what are you doing here, bud?
1: <laughs> this this isn't your domain. I think you have you have to know this isn't your place, right? This isn't for you.
0: <laughs> sir, sir.
1: Sir. He's just looking for the nuts, man. That's it. Okay. <laughs> He's got jars full of them. He would be fucking set for like, like years.
2: Yeah. I can't really think of any times that I've seen uh, like it's an a animal. Squirrel. Oh, it must be squirrel. <laughs> like, late. just couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah, the squirrels never heard of them. But <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, I what can't really fu- think of. What the fuck is this animal you guys have been
1: talking about <laughs> for the last 10 minutes? <laughs>
2: I fucking just don't even know. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say, I can't really think of a time where I've seen like an animal in like a store or something.
3: Have you ever been to a pet uh, store?
2: Well, I mean, okay, oh, you got you. Oh, okay, there you, you got you there. <laughs> We're being oh, smart fuck. tonight, I see. <laughs> well, I'm <just> joking. <laughs> well, you,
0: know, I, okay, I. This wasn't in a store, but I was in Kensington Market once and some dude was walking his pet pot-bellied pig, Holy because fuck. of course oh, wow. he was, because it was fucking Kensington Market.
3: That's yeah. wild. Was he wearing a top hat, too?
0: He was a... spiritually wearing yeah. a top hat.
3: Oh, oh yeah. man. You could the tell. Other, yeah. The other
1: night, uh, boyfriend and I got back from doing some running around, and there were these people. <laughs> they had their cats out for a walk, which... Not as I, I've seen it a few times. Mm-hmm. They had the one cat on the, the harness and leash and stuff, the other cat wasn't even on a leash. It was like,
3: That's oh, that's that is cat. they that's trust that cat. Ooh. That is some trust you're putting in that. cat. I, mm-hmm. I would walk, I wouldn't walk all my cats because one of them's old and crotchety and it's not a fun time <laughs> to deal with sometimes. <laughs> his, his age, uh, but the there's one cat that we have that would really use the exercise but the one that i would want to walk is our new kitten ori um and i would do it the only reason i wouldn't get them a harness is because i would just be petrified that they would break out of the harness and he is totally the type mm-hmm. of kitten who would just be like
2: gone. yeah kittens are squirmy. like they again. will
3: get out of it yeah yeah i would I, if i could get some like cat safe duct tape and like put a harness on them and then like strap them in real good Mm -hmm. maybe i would consider it but i just i i'm too much of a helicopter parent i couldn't i couldn't handle it
0: um one of my friends uh she and her partner paid like one of their friends to build um they basically it's basically like an outside wooden cage for Mm -hmm. cats um, yeah. so like you've got like the chicken wire or not chicken wire, but like, you know, like mesh netting and the uh, like screen door you go in. and it's basically just like a place for the cats to hang out like sort of outside, but they're still in an enclosed space, and there's lots of shelving and stuff for them. and uh, and like it's big enough that you like two full adults could like go in and sit on one of the shelvings. Um, I don't know, like it's actually really nice and like a nice way for the cats to be outside and get actual fresh air. Yeah, I've like seen
3: solarium, but for
2: kittens. I was going to say, I've yeah. seen like lots of videos online of people making these like outdoor like kind of hutches. It's like yeah. this. yeah, Yeah, just like it's this enclosed area roof. of like, yeah, of their, yeah, just a little extra nook of their home that's like made so their cats can go outside but like not escape.
0: Yeah, it's honestly, like, I mean, like, you still have that, like, you know, the few feet between, like, the back door and the hutch itself, where, like, if you don't have a good handle on your cats, like, uh, on the leash or anything, like, they'll, and they're squirmy, they'll go. But, like, you know, it, it, once you get in there, it's really nice.
3: Yeah. No, we've thought about,
1: uh... yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've thought about, um... Doing something similar like that with the balcony, uh, trying to set up like some chicken wire and stuff so we could kind of close it off and let him out there so he could look around. Because Our cat fucking loves to look at the look at fucking birds and shit.
2: Little hunter.
3: Your cat's a hunter, man. (laughs)
1: Oh, Lord. Well, now look at, like, now you're steering us into Destiny talk. What is this? this? (laughs) How
2: that was interpreted? I don't
1: know. No, definitely not.
2: Well, I know, like, kind of going back to, like, uh, Fly not being, like, uh, really in depth with Destiny, like, which which is understandable. It just kind of reminds me of the time when we were really into Apex. And we would ping the (laughs) server, like, at here, who's playing? But we would ping it, like, at here. Yeah, so we ping yeah. everyone. And Fly's just like, I don't play this okay. game. Stop pinging me.
3: <laughs> I am not on an airplane about to jump down to Murder Island. Why are
0: pinging me? I wish I could. Fl- I don't know. Like, it's not even like all first person games. Like, like I, I, I don't even know what. I, like, it's not like specific engines or. Spe- I don't know. Like, because I poured hundreds of hours into Skyrim. And yeah. like like one of the weirdest examples is like thinking think, thinking about like Left 4 Dead and Half Life mm-hmm. 2, right? I could play mm-hmm. hours of Left 4 Dead, but I could not play even five minutes of Half Life 2. Oh really? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't cool. I don't know what it is.
3: I think it could have a lot to do with um, focal depth. So like what is like the ratio of what's in the foreground to the background, and when you're spinning or like moving your camera to look from place to place. Depending on how the foreground and the background are gelling together to create an image as you're like moving that view, I think it have a lot to do with the motion sickness because there's things like motion blur that are in some games, and I, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if like more would be better or less would be better. Um, I but I'm sure definitely on that.
0: Yeah, no, definitely less, um, uh, blur. Um, like I know, um, what was it? Oh, I forget which zombie one it was. Um, Oh, I forgot which one it was, um, but like when you move the cursor, the the flashlight would go. But then there'd be a slight yeah. jiggle, as if it's like your hand yeah. is steadying, and right. that made me nauseous within like two minutes.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize your motion sickness was that bad.
0: Oh, I was like, and I felt bad because someone bought me the game to play together. <laughs>
2: not, uh, <laughs> so I
0: was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, yeah, I I'm like great. I'm not playing this.
2: Yeah. Oh. I mean, at least he tried
3: yeah i uh, I still remember hardcore henry yep i remember that too that was the first movie i think we as a group went together (laughs) like obviously with me included at least i'm sure you guys went to plenty of movies before that but i remember we came out and fly was just like we were all like you how you doing it was clear you were not doing well (laughs) how are you you holding up that movie was a lot even for me man it was yeah it was intense
1: i think i was the only one that left unscathed i was like man that was you a pretty were? fun time everyone <laughs> oh, no. else is like, oh, <laughs> no. just, like it
3: was it's a lot to process Ugh. right like oh no you're not is. wrong yeah
1: 100 that movie is crazy was but it like I, it's kind of crazy it i like it was
2: like designed to kind of like motion like a it, law of motion it, or it, what kind it's, of movie it's
1: basically first? a first person shooter like the like a really over the top first person shooter as like a movie and it's all from first person perspective and yeah like it's
3: go ahead
0: oh i was just saying it's filmed from his eyeballs that's the perspective
3: yeah so and it's there's that's fine in theory right like but it's it's also like the whole movie is like okay well now we have this camera behind somebody's eyes so let's do like a shit ton of parkour and like juggling knives and shooting guns and all this stuff at like top speed because they're really trying to lean into like what they can do with that perspective
0: nope. um
3: but also i found the field of view if i recall was like really it's very wide in that because they obviously if you had a narrow field of view yeah you wouldn't be able to see who's in the room and without like a lot of panning left to right because you have such a narrow focal yeah. point so as a result the field of view is blown out to like this fisheye lens almost which is great for seeing what's going on, but when you're moving at high speeds with the fisheye lens, everything is, like, towards the periphery is much more um, exaggerated, and I think that's really what did it for me. Like, I I was okay coming out of it, but I was like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm glad it's over now that it's over, just because if it was, like, twice as long or even, like, a little bit longer than what it was, I think I would have had to (laughs) make some adjustments, but uh, it was an interesting experiment, but, yeah, I think for a lot of people, not just people with motion sickness, that movie was... Oh, yeah. A lot to sit through at least in a theater on a a tv screen if you were renting it or you know owned it or something i think it'd be better on like a home theater situation but no that's fair
0: definitely would have been better like if i had watched it at home and just like my entire like you know the walls of my living room are behind the screen
3: yeah they're like grounding Uh, you a little
0: bit yeah But, like, yeah, definitely in the theater where, like, the entire thing I'm seeing is just this first-person view. No. in front of me. Yeah.
2: Everything's just crazy. Just too much to take in. Yeah. Yeah, but there's some rad shit in that movie, though. The
1: big, like, the crazy, like, psychic villain who just, I don't even think they ever explained why he had psychic powers. They're just like, yeah, man, he's fucking crazy. He's ripping people around his mind. Yeah, like, so much of that shit. And I also have a soft spot for Charlotte Copley. Yeah,
0: that's really yeah. cool. I didn't know that happened in the ending. <laughs> I had my movie. eyes, <laughs> I I had Whoa. my eyes closed I, for the rest
1: of it. <laughs> shit like that, like the start of the movie too. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was. I I had fun with it, but it's just it's that kind of like schlocky fun that I I yeah. that kind of thing like I can dig. But yeah. I, I certainly can understand people
3: especially that movie being like a lot (laughs) yeah Yeah. it gave me heavy crank 2 vibes where they just like yeah they're like hey you know that premise where he basically fell out of a helicopter and he's dead but he's not because he's you know jacked up on jolts and drugs and stuff and then like crank 2 just goes way way overboard they're like yeah okay well if you're watching a sequel to the first movie like we know you're crazy so here's a whole bunch of shit like a kaiju battle in a Transformer yard with like giant Mecha Jason Statham and Like this Godzilla type theme Fight I don't even remember Much beyond that I just remember coming out of Crank 2 being like what the Fuck Wow <laughs> <laughs> I really want to rewatch it Actually that in the first one I remember uh, When we were in high school uh, Jason Statham movies were like that was The shit in terms of action Movies like the transporter movies with luke basson's affiliation those oh yeah like super rad the original ones um and then like there was a long period where he wasn't in action movies uh or like in much for a while and then you know the fast and furious movies came out and he was sort of revitalized in those and then he's been in some uh, guy Ritchie stuff again since but i miss watching like whatever the teenage action equivalent of like north american kung fu movies would be because that's what the transporter was really it was basically Uh hey this is a kung fu movie but it's got this bald english man and he just he kicks things and does parkour in and out of cars while he's doing it and i like i don't know that really spoke to me as a teenager and probably still would but i haven't rewatched those in like a million years
0: i mean there's something to be said about just like growing up with like the cool action movies because like you know it, it, it it they felt different than like you know Growing up, it always feels like everybody's like into like rom coms or just like into like the whatever movies that you're not into, and then action movies just feel a little bit different. Even like as much as they are like everybody's cup of tea, anyways, they still felt unique.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I remember in 1996 when Rumble in the Bronx was released in North America, and I remember like I think it was somebody's birthday party in elementary school who'd been like god like grade five or six i mean i would have been 11 uh but i remember vividly someone had a vhs cassette of jackie chan's rumble in the bronx and we watched it at a birthday party and it was like this is the coolest shit that has ever existed (laughs) oh my god like dude is oh my god and like my friend group at least I'm, i'm sure other other people who were at that party went on varying levels of interest into kung fu movies and stuff but man i remember like we were watching all like the, the two uh drunken master movies that he did.
0: Oh um,
3: Mr. Nice Guy. Like it was just it was phenomenal, phenomenal to see that like world open up and we would just watch so many Kung Fu movies and it, it was just the coolest shit. Cause like oh, again, like yeah. there's nothing like that. You know, we, we grew up watching, you know, Jim Carrey movies for comedies and things like that, where you know, every three months Jim Carrey had a movie out that it was like, Hey, here's the new oh, thing yeah. where he's crazy and he's on film and is. Only three months has passed, but somehow he's got another one. Uh, but like, kung fu movies were, or any action movie like that, it was like a whole new world. Because a lot of them we weren't allowed to see, right? Because we were too young <laughs> at that point. Were, it was like, you could only see the ones that your parents would be okay with, like, all right, we rented this one, but like, I watched it through and I know there's no, you know, no hanky panky in it, so you can watch <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just such a cool thing where you were kind of like gradually getting exposed to these action movies, like, that were presumably getting more and more violent as we went older but
0: oh oh yeah yeah but yeah Um, like i remember, like because like jackie chan movies like especially in the early 2000s were like so geared to be like more family friendly because you get all of that action but then you also get like the family at the fox office and it's like you know way more profitable but like also it just means you get more kids watching kung fu movies which is amazing
3: and his movies walked that line extremely well right like i guess oh yeah you're you're saying early 2000s that would have been like the shanghai noon and the uh the rush hour type yeah yeah mainstream mainstream.
0: yeah those are the ones that i grew up with
3: yeah because like mr nice guy was still a foreign film that was translated the same way rumble in the bronx was but i think that was like the last of like a series of three or four that kind of got ported over to north america before he started making like hollywood movies because he got so popular Mm -hmm. Um, but man yeah those were like the the rush hour movies i'm sure i'm sure there are a lot of jokes in those that have not aged well but they were at the time they were really fun they were just a good time oh yeah they had was you know it was it was interesting but his his skill as a martial artist was just like man just like i'm gonna jump in and out of this ladder like 15 times while doing this amazing choreographed and he just always had a smile on his face, so You'd watch the bloopers at the end of every movie. That was honestly the favorite yeah.
0: part. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like
3: and you'd be like, oh, my God, are you okay? And you'd see him. And he'd just be, like, walking off this, like, looks like he should have a broken leg. And he just gives a thumbs up to the camera. like, <laughs> fucking legend.
0: Yeah. Uh, when, when I was in grade four five i want to say um we had a project to do like uh biographies on people like that was just like a little class project and like everyone in the class was doing like hockey players or um like yeah basically like i can't remember anybody who didn't do a hockey player and Mm -hmm. I did Jackie Chan, and I was like I the do. only one. Yeah, I was like the only one that stood
3: out because I did something like <laughs> actually interesting. Hockey player A, hockey player B, hockey player yeah. C. That was it. Like I, I, yeah, Chan. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: Like, if you did one on like if like one kid did one on like Wayne Gretzky or something, sure, that's that's cool because it's like it's a one off. But if everybody's doing just like the same archetype of person, yes. like, yeah, yeah, that would be so boring.
0: Yeah, it it was pretty brutal. And like the following year it happened again. (laughs) Everyone did hockey players again. That's the
3: thing. They keep making hockey players. (laughs) (laughs) For better or for worse. There are usually more of them.
2: They've only made one Jackie Chan. That's true. Yep. Uh,
0: my follow-up my my follow-up biography was on Walt Disney. So I knocked it out of the park again. Hell
2: yeah. Man, that just reminds you. I, I was, I'm hoping you guys did this too and more people in our audience have uh, but, but that just reminds you of like when we were a kid or when I was a kid at least, uh, we had to like write speeches, so like you said oh, yeah. it's similar to like, yeah, you had to write uh, biographies, but we had to write like just a speech of like, it could be whatever like it could be yeah. on like a video game like an animal, just whatever, it just squirrel. had to be yeah, and you had to like present it yeah, squirrel
0: that's <laughs> a squirrel I was just what are they and what are they about <laughs> hanging out in know. metro yeah
2: yeah really <laughs> uh, so you guys have done that i'm guessing oh yeah okay.
0: i did not actually
2: oh
3: no I no that's i don't think so an older guard thing i don't why well, i have no idea i mean it's been a while since i was in school so i don't know what they're yeah i doing and what they aren't but like i don't know i mean public speaking is still important so i can see why they would want to get kids sort of used to going up and and talking about a subject and understanding it and being passionate about it and relaying that to someone uh but at the same time like the internet is i i mean it's not a better way to learn that but and you're exposed to that public forum so much earlier like if you grew up Mm -hmm. if you were born and you basically had a cell phone from the time you were like I mean, not your own, but like if you were like three or four and you were exposed to iPads and iPhones and all that, which is how a lot of people grew up these days, uh, I can only imagine that that would, you know, you'd be so much, you'd have a different view of what it's like to be
2: saying things and having
3: other people like processing it, right? Like, you know, hey, there's kids who have Twitter accounts at super young ages now and like whether they register the significance of what they're saying and how it's going to be um, understood by other people online. It's still a situation where like your interactions with people who you don't know, who you have access to communicate with is like a whole different world than how it used to be. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the
1: thing too. There's like all these kids, like it's just all they see too is people just doing that. And a lot of people who are using it for, well, and just, just in terms of like, they're they're on these devices and on platforms like YouTube and stuff, and they're seeing people yeah. just like broadcasting their whole lives for views and shit Every like thought. that, and yeah, even yeah, and all these other things, and people just doing whatever they can to get that attention and stuff, and basically yeah. chasing after people who you know are promising like you know oh hey like I can show you how to get famous and stuff, and then just grifting them for shit loads of money, like it's
3: yeah or yeah. worse corrupting yeah. their ideologies and, and yeah. investing them into nefarious yeah. shit which is also yeah. a real thing but yeah um, it's it's weird it's a different world None of that was i mean i'm sure and that's that not even pitfalls, but
1: and that's not even to speak of the parents who try to like
2: just get famous like off their kids too yeah and shit, right? oh my yeah. word yeah. The, oh the stupid like don't get me wrong like there are some like cute like family channels out there like whatever yeah but like, yeah, but like i've seen literal thumbnails where it's like Oh, like I review my son's report card and like embarrass oh my god. on this or, video. Like, this is oh my god. Yeah. It's like fucked. We gave our kid a knife.
3: <laughs> Watch to see what happens. And it's like a four-year-old. <laughs> I'm oh I'm god. assuming that video doesn't exist. But that idea of like setting your yeah. kids up in a situation where they're gonna do something hilarious, and then instead of helping them, just filming yeah. them and being like, Okay, Timmy, Timmy just discovered the oven for the first time. Let's see what this idiot does. <laughs> it's like yeah. uh let me put the phone down and
0: yeah like i don't way. like i never mind you know like i think that like it's i i actually do mind things like um children par- getting like hurt. what children getting hurt yeah <laughs> no, that uh as well as uh <laughs> you don't, I'm I'm anti-child. Anti-child. <laughs> <laughs> bold stance is only on this podcast <laughs> um <laughs> um parent like parenting blogs like i actually find them yeah. so dangerous right because oh, that's it's like Facebook one
3: moms. now we're getting yeah it, man. yeah and they think it's they know better and they're nice. just yeah. dispensing whatever they think is the gospel yeah. in it and then there's people who believe them and they're like well i read on this blog yes. if you have a router it will give your child a third arm yeah <laughs> i'm so oh my sorry. god jane at like mommyblogspot.com or whatever like, thinks this and it's like you have no credibility or authority and yet like, people are falling in line to be like well that's just true
0: I'm just I'm gonna chime in with one little thing, and then I'm going to change the topic because I could talk about this forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like I read a post about like a shop in like the u k. that sells crystals. Mm-hmm. And like that's not like out of the ordinary. There's lots of places that sell crystals to white chicks, right? Like yep. that's that's been around for decades. But like, <laughs> this particular shop was selling crystals that you would place on your modem. To absorb the 3G, right?
3: Oh, the what? Okay. Yeah,
0: and like, like I read it
3: like 5G crystals too for an additional probably
0: presumably, (laughs) but like it it was a post about the guy quitting the place basically. Are they 5G geodes?
3: Is that what? (laughs) Oh
0: my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) So, um, I'm gonna swing back to the martial arts chat and oh, uh, I'm I'm gonna talk about Shang-Chi because I have oh, not been oh, on this oh, podcast since I've
3: watched it dude, oh, I still have not seen it yet but I mean
2: either actually I do I, what?
3: okay I, I, well, to be fair, I haven't gone out to theaters to see anything oh yeah actually yeah I, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah, I haven't
1: it. I haven't yet either, but boyfriend and I are going to go and uh, see Dune this weekend, actually. So that'll be my first. Oh, favorite,
0: nice. I right. I do, so wait. I do
1: really want to see Shang-Chi, though.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, um, they were doing a test run with its like uh, theatrical release. Like they only had it in theaters for like 45 days. And in like a month from now, they're going to put it on Disney. Plus. Uh, I believe, oh. I believe without the paywall. Like I it think must, it's just on there.
3: It must Please. be sooner than that because forty-five days from when Shang Chi came out has got to be like tomorrow. As far as oh my no no sorry
0: sorry uh forty-five days in theaters and then oh, a break and then
3: a, and then a break okay
0: yeah that yeah and sad. then and then they put it That's onto streaming.
3: Like, like I mean, my sense of time is not run <laughs> well with the pandemic, but I'm like something something smells up here. So that makes way more sense. Um
0: i guess i can't really talk about it that much i guess like now that i think about it like it's not <laughs> something a lot of people would have seen Man, let's get
1: into this topic
3: the- so i can talk a lot about it oh fuck i can't really Aww. talk about. It. <laughs> let me tell you what i think it's about
0: this is like the motion sickness of topics
3: <laughs> so i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna play dumb and i'm gonna guess what it's about based on the title so it's called <laughs> it's shang chi and the legend of the ten rings yeah. There's five rings in the Olympic logo. So I'm assuming oh, it's about no. Shang-Chi training to go to the Olympics two <laughs> the cycles twice. in a row and he wins the, all the medals.
0: The Beijing Olympics. Oh, it's all lighting up. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> I was I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> Wait a minute. But but it wow. is it is, you know, it that does line up a little bit.
0: I, I'll also say this. Um like 40% of the movies in Mandarin.
3: <laughs> yeah, you mentioned. <laughs> which i can imagine through some people when they were like wait what oh yeah wow, what have i committed to it's like well there's subtitles you'll be fine
2: that that <laughs> is a pretty bold choice especially for like a, a company like marvel
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah well it's good yeah. uh, though like yeah no it is yeah. good I but like the th- it's I not even allowed you, uh, it-
0: it, sorry, like it's not even allowed to be aired in China, so like the whole point of adding all that wow. Mandarin was like a moot point.
3: <laughs> no, it's a, it's a flex, what? and I respect yeah. that. That's awesome. <laughs> it I like that they were like, abusive. well, but people won't be able to understand it without subtitles it's like fine fuck it like yeah and they'll, yeah. And they'll read or they'll not get Hon- to experience honestly
1: it. Like, i with shows like squid game and parasite and stuff like that like yeah. i don't know i don't think it's as much as a concern as like i think some studios are just starting to realize yeah. like fuck it people are watching all this south korean stuff subtitled why not yeah. like they'll they'll deal with it I, I would argue
3: it's still an issue because people oh yeah the people who are like not gonna get it and throw a big fit about it. Are always gonna throw a fit about it. But I think yeah. what you're right. The studios themselves are realizing, like, despite all those idiots, the people who don't mind are still watching it and loving the mm-hmm. content. So therefore, yeah. let's give a platform to these shows that are really good. And the only reason that people aren't seeing them is because they're like, oh, but I did, subtitles. And it's like, okay, but like, if you get past the subtitles, is it really good? Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well then we're gonna give it money and we're gonna let people watch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just remember uh, you posted about that as a or like, hey, just as like a heads up. And I was just basically just laughed and weeaboo because I yeah, fucking so- I, <laughs> I fucking have lived on the subtitle yeah. like watching all my fucking Japanese girls um, for so many years. Yeah. So I'm I like just- fucking threatened by this. A little Mandarin <laughs> fucking
0: um I don't know if I mentioned this in the server, but just like about subtitles and being able to read subtitles and your brief mention of squid game. So there are fans who have watched squid game where they've broken into two parties and the two parties argue about whether squid game should be watched in subs or dumps.
1: I like, I, you know what? (laughs) I love that the subs versus dubs argument has now really hit the main screen.
0: It's cold, yeah. yeah. So, okay.
2: I've heard that. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, I've heard, yeah, like the Korean uh, uh, version, like, or like where they're actually speaking, or sorry, sub versus dub is like, it's horrible. Like, I can't remember which one is better or worse of the two but I was just seeing like a lot of stuff online like yeah this is like not what yeah. we experience as I well. believe the
1: the original Korean version language version is technically I think the better one if I'm not mistaken
3: I we, We've we only watched one episode of Squid Game And we really liked it And the only reason we haven't watched more Is just because I'm really bad at binge watching anything Like it takes me forever to watch a show And we have a couple Fair. on the go So we've just kind of watched that And we're like this is great Can't wait to watch more And then I did my broken brain thing And didn't get back <laughs> to it yet uh, Fair when we, when we started it I uh, Like We watched it The first like two minutes With the dub And I was like Can't do it any any dub, no matter how good it is, I feel like the issue isn't whether the dub is of good quality. It's that when I see the mouth shapes not making mouth noises that sync up, it's like my brain just, just can't, doesn't like yeah. it. And, yep, and that's, yep. I think, it doesn't matter how good the, the voice acting is or how closely they've synced it, that disconnect mentally of what I'm seeing not representing the vowel sounds and consonants that I expect them to be making, it just feels off to me. And we tried the same thing with uh, Dark, which is a German TV show that's on Netflix. It's
0: oh, yeah.
3: Um, and same thing. We we started with the dub and didn't make it very far before we switched to the subtitles because we were like, no, this is it's untenable. Although to be fair, the dub of Dark was like not a good one. Even if you were into dubs, uh, it was it was rough. Uh, really? we were not feeling it. Uh, oh for a boy. Of reasons. Yeah. I I mean it just. It felt like goofy, the uh, the way they were delivering stuff to me. but
0: Right. Well, uh, I mean, thanks for the heads up, I have uh, Dark on my to watch list, so I'll bear that in it's, mind.
3: So it's very good. I only made it one season in, uh, but I recommended it to my dad when we were halfway through season one because it seemed like something he would be into. He is a braver soul than I and watched all of it. Uh, and that show ends up being, with no spoilers, the most convoluted thing to keep track of, character-wise. <laughs> so, and I, I don't, I don't mean like it doesn't make sense, like it's logical, but because it's got some time elements going on in it. No, there is, there is a lot oh, to boy. keep track of, and it gets exponentially harder to do that. He was talking to me about what goes on, and he was just like, "You need like fucking Excel spreadsheets <laughs> to, to track who is who <laughs> and when is who." With all the shit that's going on in this show. Oh my god. And this is somebody who, like, my dad is incredibly smart. Like, he was a chemist uh, at a place before he retired. Like, easily could have gotten on. Like, we we were constantly trying to get him to go on, like, Jeopardy! And Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Back when those shows were, like, on and he was in his prime. But, like, uh, the fact that he was like, yo, these shows are super convoluted. Uh, Ash and I, my wife, we basically just kind of gave up on finishing it and uh it was very good but like when he was telling me how intense it gets i was like i'm, I'm not sure i can strap in for the rest <laughs> of this um so just man be forewarned if you're the type of okay. person and i don't i would assume you're not but like you know some people watch like game of thrones and they watch like the first season and they're like i have no idea who's who and like <laughs> what kingdom anyone belongs to if you even remotely meet somebody who has traits like that do not show them dark <laughs> that's like all that show is is built to like torment people who can't process stuff like that oh good that's, that's my that's my warning but it does some really cool shit and it's i appreciate really neat yeah
0: i appreciate that warning um i don't know if i can keep up with shows like that um yeah. because i haven't watched something like that in a really long time um yeah like the last one would have been game of thrones and right. i kept up pretty decently but
3: i also find
0: that my overall brain functioning is declining <laughs> over time hey
3: hey i know that feel believe <laughs> I'm, I'm on board with such a sentiment uh but yeah it's uh it's got like you can even just watch the first season and yeah uh see how how you like it i think the reason why I was keen to watch it, like we hadn't seen any of it until this the last season, season three aired. Um, and when it aired, I was on Metacritic and they would, everyone was like raving about how they wrapped it up. So the main thing I'll say about it is that if you make it to the end of those three seasons, the, the most praise that I heard given to it was that um, the payoff is immense. So it is a lot to keep track of throughout the seasons, but the way they tie everything up with a ribbon at the end of the third season is like, wow, they weren't just building towards nothing and then they're like, okay, we're done. It's like, it's really satisfying how they tie it up and they put a nice bow on it at the end. So if you make it through all three, I think it's worth it. Um, But there's still some cool stuff in the first season too. It's very much got a Stranger Things vibe, but like much more adult Mm -hmm. and like. Uh, grim, dark wow. take on that than the kind of like, hey, it's the 80s and everything's neon and these are kids, and you, know? <laughs> you, you know. You put it like that for sure. I'm definitely interested because, yeah, I, you would actually, yeah, Bigby, you, you would be yeah. down with what it's selling for sure.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing, because like I like the first season of Stranger Things quite a lot and I still have a lot of uh yeah. love for that one for sure. Yeah. But like second season was pretty decent still, but like it, you could definitely start to feel like the shift and then season yeah. three just felt I don't know. I like I'm kind of like, I still I don't know. I feel like I enjoyed what I watched, but I feel like I just didn't care about it's, it as much. It's not essential it, after a certain point.
3: And I, I think I've only watched the first two seasons. I don't think I've seen three and there's like a fourth one already or the fourth one is the one. that's it's, coming out. it's
1: coming. I don't know if it's out yet, but they're yeah. they're definitely on it. It just oh, that- seemed
3: like it didn't seem like an improvement or an extension on what season one was. It was just like, hey, you like that. Here's more of this. And that's good, right? If you enjoyed it, I'm glad that people got more of it but it did feel like not an evolution in the sense it was kind of just more like hey it's it's another of these and yeah um, i just there's so oh, much I, stuff that i want to see and that keeps coming out that it's tough to just yeah. commit for me at least to like no, three that's... seasons of something that feels like just more of the same
2: but see the thing no, i didn't really totally fair the thing i didn't really get about season two is um when the one character goes off like the one with like the superpowers Um, Oh, yeah yeah. when she just kind of goes off on her own adventure like to me that entire thing like just made no sense not in the sense that like i couldn't follow it it was just Mm -hmm. like why did this happen because i
1: i dug what they set up with it kind of like it it was interesting and i almost had like almost like kind of a like i was mildly like x-men kind of vibe in a way with this like outcast group of like psychic misfits i was kind of digging that in concept oh, right. I can, but i forgot that yeah yeah but they they didn't do anything or haven't done anything with it yet it, obviously gonna, they are probably gonna pay it off in some way i'm
2: sure that's but yeah that's yeah. why i was gonna say yeah they just haven't done anything with it and the thing that the only thing 11 learned from that whole ordeal was that it was it's okay to be angry if it gives you the power to do what you need to do yeah like yeah. that was the only thing she learned and i'm like i'm watching that like what?
1: You know what? I'll give you because it did kind of feel like it was just a, mostly a se- like a sequence just to set up that there's more psychics and have this other big like showy thing with it, like yeah, I
3: don't know, a huge yeah. world building thing. And it felt like that when you were starting to watch it, but then it kind of like I think as bees is saying, there wasn't as much of a payoff. It was like they set the premise and then it was just they were just kind of pawns to sell that message instead of building this other world. Exactly, race. like, they're going to be integrated yeah. into the main storyline. And like, there's going to be revelations about how, where they came from and what their stories are. And instead it was just like, no, we're just telling this like separate thread and that like bolsters her opinion of what she needs to do. And then she goes back to them. Yeah. Um, like season... I haven't, yeah,
2: I haven't even seen season three yet. Cause like, I'm not I... saying season two was bad, uh, but like, yeah. it just kind of like made me lose interest. Like, Okay, like clearly there's like, there's nothing new. Like, I don't know. It just, yeah, like I said, not bad. It just lost
3: me. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, season three came out, and I was just like, oh, season three is Stranger Things. And I added it to my list in Netflix. And then I just didn't get around to it. it. (laughs) Because I'm just, there's so many other things. Exactly. I was saturated with stuff. Yeah. I'd say
1: it's not super worth it. I don't know. I feel kind of bad saying that. Cause I don't feel like it's that bad. Like if you really like stranger things, you'll definitely right. like there's, there's definitely a lot there that you'll enjoy. Um, I, I do feel like they tried to like go somewhere with it, but it didn't really, in kind of a similar way as what bees kind of talked about. Like it was interesting setup, but they didn't really do much with it. Like, because the whole central idea of that one is they introduced the Starcore Mall, which is meant to be like, oh, we're doing the whole like classic 80s mall kind of setup, Right. right? And I, I kind of like what they started to set up with it, because a lot of the early episodes deal with the fact that like it, it basically it's like fucked over the town because it's like every right. it's you know, it's what happened in real life. Right. Like the yeah. big malls and other like, you know, big box Both stores and, and stuff moved in yeah and you start to see like like they have a whole thing with like joyce trying to like you know she's just trying to get by with hours and stuff but they're like this right. the store is like basically on Killing the verge us. of closing yeah. and shit right and that whole deal but okay. yeah i don't know they they but again like they don't really do a lot with it like there's there's kind of it leads into this whole sort of like pol- like sort of political corruption thing but it's just to sort of relate back to like the real origins of it i do you care if I spoil anything from this, is this like a I don't mind but yeah, yeah. It, well if you'd rather I don't I I can hold well, off so I don't want to like, ruin it but
3: what I was gonna say is I I might watch it if the fourth season comes out and people are like oh this is really good and like uh, okay then that that bridging season is kind of like then it would I guess
1: yeah i guess what i could just say without giving spoilers then is just mm-hmm. it gets very over the top in a way that a lot of the seasons prior hadn't necessarily okay um and it, it it does it in a way where it doesn't feel so much like they're trying to be in the 80s and kind of just reference the tone of other 80s mm-hmm. movies in the same way they were before while still trying to feel kind of grounded You know, as much as there was a lot of the like sci fi, like weird elements and the monsters and stuff, like the first season still felt pretty grounded. Like it felt a bit like an 80s movie, but it also felt like it was also just trying to be in the 80s as well as just. Con, you know obviously but off. it wasn't
3: it wasn't like a comical shift kind of like hey we're the same kind of vibe as an 80s movie it yeah, was more like but, we're in like, that era but like we're making a yeah. but it's still that's not what we're that, that
1: kind of, of like tone. goonies stand by me thing with the kids yeah. and some other like other ones but it had like a more mature tone whereas like mm-hmm. season three feels like they really just went like yeah we're just gonna be like a zany 80s movie now basically uh, yeah. in, in a certain way i I would still say like it has a lot of that flavor and like um that you would expect from stranger things and like a lot of the characters are still like mostly intact and stuff but it it gets a lot goofier with it i would say like and harder to really suspend disbelief and like really you have like i don't know like like um oh i'm forgetting his name uh one of the kids no not steve harrington well there's him cuz like there's the whole thing that this i kind of found fun just in I like the two characters playing off each other a lot and it right. was kind of goofy in a way with cuz it's basically steve harrington and uh and um uh dustin i think was his name the yeah uh, oh yeah yeah. they had
3: a good dynamic in season two yeah they
1: they (laughs) they they basically they (laughs) they they become like buddies basically it's it's kind of funny because like steve harrington's like he's out of high school now and he's like just kind of working at this like ice cream place and He's like, he's so used to being like hot shit. Like everyone loves him, but nobody gives a fuck about him anymore because he's out of high school now. Like it's, it's the real world, right? He's not, he's not the, you know, big jock superstar or whatever anymore. And now he's like best friends basically with like this much (laughs) younger kid. It it helps add to like how it's kind of like sad he's become in a certain sense. Like he's really been humbled. Prom
3: prom is over. You're no longer the prom king kind of vibe. It's just like, welcome to the, um but yeah there's, so there's Dustin there's Lucas there's Will Lucas the main, yeah that's uh, the thing his character
1: his character. his little sister it like becomes like a, a major like character through the rest of the season oh, cool. too, yeah. And there's
3: Max uh, too. Uh, yeah
1: okay cool but CS is the thing though you watch it that like mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't spoil it but it's like she gets in like I don't know it, it becomes hard to believe with some of the shit she gets involved in it's oh, like okay. okay like really like a little kid who's like younger than even the other like kid characters in this is like right. really capable of this like I don't okay. know yeah like very dangerous situations that's like nah, this is this I have a hard time kind of buying this to a certain extent okay. even for me with some of the shit that I watched um, you know my my degree of being able to hold suspension of disbelief if I like the ideas that I'm watching is pretty goddamn high, but yeah, I yeah. don't know. It was it was kind of reaching the the bounds of that I think a little with some of it, but there there were things that I liked, and I, I don't know. I'll probably tune in for season four. But you you wording dark as being like a more mature and kind of uh well thought out version of that, and a little bit darker than like Stranger yeah. Things is intriguing to me. Yeah. So.
3: And I would say, like I said, like uh, regardless of the way I framed it with that, I do think you would get a good, good amount of stuff out of it for sure. It's got some cool themes that are very much aligned with stuff that you would be into.
1: Oh man, that uh, live action Cowboy Bebop though,
0: huh? Oh,
3: why don't why don't we recommend? Oh. That are, uh, I love the that I love we the
1: I love the big <laughs> groan. Oh, uh, that was exactly what I was talking I don't
0: want to talk before. about it. <laughs> I don't
1: want to.
0: We could talk about something good, like yeah. Star Wars Visions. That's good.
1: I do need to check that out. Some bad. of the stuff I've seen. Like, is cool. It's, yeah, it's basically like you know how they did the animatrix from the matrix it's kind of like yeah. that for star wars
3: yeah anthology of mini yeah. episodes that are kind of telling their own story with different animators and animation studios okay. set yes. in the star wars universe but it's, it's... all like japanese anime like, it's, yes. like vignettes it's awesome. Interesting.
2: yeah i still need I to would, freaking check out them. i uh, i still need to freaking check out season two of mandalorian
1: it's good. Seen, I've seen like do four
2: it. episodes of season one. I wasn't feeling it much. But. Really? As I have famously That's stated,
1: the, the only episode of The Mandalorian I have seen was when I went over to hang it with JC. He asked if I wanted oh, to right. watch it, and I was like, sure. And he's like, okay, but we're not starting from the beginning because I want to watch like the new episode <laughs> so you're just going to have Damn. to deal with that. And it wound up being the season finale of season two. Oh, with the big reveal? Yep. Oh my god. As it built up, I'm like, wait, are they actually doing what I think they're doing? I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is the season finale. Okay. Hilarious. <laughs> I just have to come in at literally the last episode and like this whole saga that I've seen right you fuck all of. Damn. <laughs> That's oh, God. That's wild. It's funny. But I would like to check it out at some point.
0: So what I really liked about Shang Chi was the fact that the kung fu was really good and Tony Lung was amazing. And there were moments of cinematography that felt like Sakuga, but in real life, and they looked absolutely stunning. And I think you guys should go watch it when it's available to stream.
2: 100% will. When it's I on Disney like Plus, for sure. Yeah.
1: For sure, I will check her out. Oh boy. I like that you just really like railroaded that back. Because to... I, <laughs> well, to be fair, was we we done. completely went off on a tangent. and I don't think any of us realized that. That's okay. She brought us back around. Oh yep. yeah, but <laughs> where we find ourselves now is our shout-out corner to give some recommendations. Now
3: I think, I think recommendation why she is... an
1: extra one. Yeah. Well, I mean, if she wants an extra one, she can have it.
3: Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to object. We 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 kind of we. Derailed the Shang-Chi, so we, and we, we were all we already want to see that. So you gotta give us another recommendation.
0: Um, okay. Um, I would highly recommend the Owl House. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah.
1: I've heard talk of this on the twitters. Yes,
0: should. I, I've... Go ahead. Um, so it's so a lot of people really like it because right off the bat, a lot of people say it's a lot about like uh zoo, you actually mentioned this, how it's mm-hmm. a lot of like how what Harry Potter should have been. Yeah, and it does like a yeah, it, it does uh so much good world building. The characters are amazing, and a lot of the vibe is the vibe that you would get and probably miss from Gravity Falls. And okay. um, like, I'm a huge fan of Gravity Falls. I love that show. And a lot of the goofy, zany, but really heartfelt stuff from that show can be found in this show. And I, I, th- I think part of it is that the two creators of the shows are like, are, they're dating. So I think a lot of the influence, they like influence each other on the show. Um, and the most important part about the show that I really like is that it has very natural, very um, like not out of nowhere by representation, which mm. was incredible. Hey, yeah, crazy. it's it's awesome. Yeah. the it's not like out of nowhere and like characters honestly have actual progression with each other. And like, yeah, like I see a lot of people who are like, no, like that scene meant nothing. And it's like, no, like if there Mm -hmm. were like, if it was like a boy character and a girl character, people would be like, oh, they're together. But like these two characters, there are characters where like they have scenes together and it's like a very good foundation for their future relationship. And it's just like the one of the few times I've seen like a show that was actually allowed to explore that now it's from disney so naturally the yeah. show's been canceled so
3: has <laughs> well, it all Damn. Right? Uh, Damn. yeah
0: That's, yeah
3: yeah well it's yeah. i mean it's good there's like a more nuanced portrayal of that because i think it, yeah so many shows you know they they make a big deal of like this is the episode where somebody announces that they're queer or bi or you know they're in that spectrum of you know and i think often shows will make it the whole plot of the episode be about that and then it's kind of like yeah. that's the event in and of itself instead of just like having characters who are, you know are living those stories yeah um, and i think that's there's not a lot of media that does that these days um i think again recommending uh harley quinn the animated series um, <laughs> <laughs> You're doing hey, right now, for well, harley I'm quinn hold yeah on, Des- hold on, destiny dude. and harley is this, your, this is not is this your no because i've already i've already technically done it so i done all this right. i think as a recommendation early on but all, right, but all i'm I saying is there's check. a similar arc for harley um basically you know she the first episode is her breaking up with joker and realizing like hey maybe yes. he's bad for me and yes. ivy ivy there and she's <gasps> like yeah that guy's a fucking douchebag like what are you thinking like you could run this town as a villain if you wanted to but like you're you keep going back to him And the whole season and season after that, those two seasons that are out right now, are basically just Harley wanting to uh, become a villain that people respect in Gotham and trying to find external validation to do that while Ivy tells her, like, no, like, just, you're there. Just be yourself and respect yourself and don't feel like you need to prop yourself up on, like, Joker's shoulders or these other stupid villains who are actually kind of lame and you don't like she's trying to validate herself and fit into their circle of like the the uh, Legion of Doom, and it's like those guys are losers. Yeah. Why do you even care? Um, and does some really interesting things with that, and it's also just it's hilarious, and there's a lot of really cool animated scenes in it. But um, yeah, it's
0: yeah, it's definitely on my docket, and um, I I I don't read comics like that. Just getting that out there, but I've seen countless posts of people just absolutely praising how in the comics harley and ivy have one of the most like beautiful supportive and validating relationships out there whether whether it be romantic or friendship depending on the comic you're reading but they Mm -hmm. just like are always there for each other in the most like like natural and supportive way and like honestly you just you never like see like very like um authentic relationships like that in media
3: well, so Harley's two seasons, right? Like it starts out and they're just friends, right? Ah! And this is this is mild spoilers, so but it's ah! it's it's not really like again, you've already alluded to it with the comic lore. Um but the topic of Harley and Ivy being more than friends only really comes into play like in the last half of the second season, and it feels mm-hmm. incredibly earned because the first season and a half Are just them being really good friends and being supportive of each other and talking about girl shit and like trying to encourage each other to, you know, be better about like viewing themselves and achieving what they want to achieve. So when they finally get to the point where they're like, hey, is this just a friendship or do we have something more than that? It feels very earned and it feels realistic um, with Mm. everything that's come before it. And that's partially Mm. why I like it so much, because, again, as you said, you don't see a lot of stories that are like that these days. And for a comic book like animated series, that's very funny and very, very, very violent. Um, to have a heart that's that true is very rare. And and Biggie, Bigby, this is very much my official recommendation. Again, I'm bringing it back because I've already ranted too much about this. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I can't recommend it enough. It was a blast, and I like I said, I have a lot of uh, trouble binging shows. And we watched uh, my wife and I. We watched both seasons back-to-back over the span of like maybe two or three weeks um which is like a really good record time for us to have gone through two seasons of a show so heartily recommend that very nice
2: very nice nice all right Uh, what do you got um i I guess i can throw this over there uh so i i've mentioned this before but uh i do quite enjoy uh either playing or watching like a video of a pokemon nuzlocke
3: oh yeah oh
2: yeah uh so this one youtuber i like uh his name is sliff spectre uh s-l-r-s-i-l-p-h-s-p-e-c-t-r-e
3: self like like the the industries and the yeah yeah Yeah.
2: i gotcha um so yeah he just he mainly does like hardcore pokemon nuzlocke and he does like all different kinds of types like i'm pretty sure he's done one for every type in the game and just it's across like all different types of games like the really early ones like uh or even like some of the newer ones yeah uh the way he like commentates his video like he he knows what he's doing Mm -hmm. uh he's very entertaining i highly recommend checking him out if you do uh, if you if you're like me and enjoy uh, Pokemon Nuzlocks, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that is my recommendation. Got he is a good, good charisma. Tool. Oh yeah, yeah, got good charisma. Uh, like I said, the just like his voice, the way he commentates, tastes is just very like yeah. nice to listen to. That's what the key is, right? Because like you can have
3: anybody who's just playing that type of mechanical. Limitation on the game, right? But it's it's the narrative that they're spinning and like the interactions and the charisma that they have to tell that story of like exactly. their reaction to what's going on. That's a hundred percent the the value of it for people who are watching. So
2: that yeah, is cool. a big mm-hmm. uh, key for yeah, like that type of content. Yeah. Yeah, that's my recommendation. Uh, what about yeah. What about you, Bigby? Yeah, bring you us home. For
0: us? I,
1: what am I gonna recommend? I am gonna recommend. <laughs> I am gonna recommend some tokusatsu shit. What else?
3: Oh yeah,
1: because uh, you know I am always fucking on that shit. Uh, honestly, my recommendation for this week, as much as I, like, I don't know, I feel like this is kind of preaching to a very narrow audience, but I am gonna still recommend it. It's uh, the original *Kamen Rider* from nineteen seventy one. It oh, yeah. is, I, I will say, I went into it not knowing quite what to expect from it. And it's, I wouldn't exactly, <laughs> I guess, go on uh, like and say that here in the year 2021, it's probably not going to necessarily be seen as a good show by most people. Uh, but objective. I would say particularly so. I quite enjoy it. I think there's a lot of charm there. I didn't really know what Common Rider was about for a while, and I was kind of curious to check it out, and I knew it had some ties to, like, Super Sentai stuff, aka, like, you know, Power Rangers type shit, right? Yeah. But, well, and actually, it's I shouldn't even say it's just necessarily tied, they're from the same creator. Um mm. uh Shotaro Ishinomori, uh, who worked with Toei, he basically designed all those, oh, yeah. and he also created like Cyborg 009 and shit like that, and a lot of other uh, really famous characters and stuff. So but I didn't really know much of what Common Rider was about. The original one, its plot is actually kind of wild and great in a way because uh, basically it focuses on uh, this uh, college student Takeshi Hongo who is uh, a pretty skilled like biochemistry student and also like a, a really big like, fan of motorcycling uh, and basically he's out motorcycling and he gets kidnapped by this group called Shocker which is shit you not a neo-nazi organization that is All right. people, particularly scientists to turn them into cyborgs to fight like a shadow war to like reclaim the world basically and yeah. <laughs> takeshi hongo gets turned into a cyborg with this and he basically manages to escape complete the brainwashing procedure that they need to do to keep him under their control and he uses his powers for good to to defeat shocker and uh protect the world but it like i'll say after watching a lot of Ultraman stuff which is uh some of the series i mean ultra seven a little bit less so but some of them you can definitely tell they're aimed at a a bit of a younger audience for sure and common rider definitely was to some degree too but it definitely feels a lot darker and it's also like it was one of the first tokusatsu shows to really take like the very like serial angle. So like every episode, like there, there is like a building kind of uh feeling towards it as, as like, it feels like the plot of each episode does have some impact, even though it, it is still pretty episodic overall. It's, it's interesting in that way. And it, it has like a, I don't know. a It doesn't like, it's not that deep and it's, it's definitely pretty hokey, but like, I don't know. There's, I still enjoy seeing like, oh yeah. Like he's actually having like these moments of like, like like grief and trying to deal with the fact that like his body has been like ruined and turned into a machine and stuff against his will and like he he wants to get his body back to normal but like the one doctor guy talks to the beginning he's like like buddy that's not how this works (laughs) like you can't go back like like you're and and it it plays with that in an interesting way but it's definitely pretty goofy and like the (laughs) Like, all the like all the enemy cyborgs, they're basically, like, all based on some other creature, which is part of why Kamen Rider has the bug motif that he does with his oh, okay. suit design. It's because he was supposed to be, like, the grasshopper one is, I guess, supposed to be the idea. Um, so then the idea... But there's a whole bunch of other ones. Like, the first one's, like, this spider dude and shit, and there, there's a bunch of other ones, like... But, like, I don't know. It, it feels interesting, and they're not afraid to get, like... Man, kid shows in Japan aren't afraid to get fucking violent either. Like... Yeah. There's the the one where they're, uh, he's up against this bat dude and the whole thing is that he's got poison and shit and he'll like inject people with it uh, with from his teeth and that will basically turn them into like zombie people that he can control I guess uh, but his arm actually has like a serum that he can use to like cure it if he needs to and basically like Takeshi manages to get him to like kind of like reveal that that's the case and he's like oh okay so we only need your arm and they like just hack that's his so arm right. off and like yeah and they just they beat him and th- that's it and he's like well fuck okay well now i know what i need to do and then they just use his right. fucking claw to like heal everybody and it's like all right we're good and i don't know there was something to that that i enjoyed and was like oh he's just he's not gonna fuck around he's actually kind of being a little bit clever so, like solving this and i don't know it's
3: right it's not like idealistic to the point of not making sense where it's like that will kill you with kindness, and then just, yeah. you know, on your best behavior, you'll never be bad again. It's just like, well, no, we need to solve this problem, so matter-of-factly, like, give us your arm. And, yeah, basically. Uh, we're going to use it to fix people, and... Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: It's it's not afraid to get violent with it, and I can kind of appreciate that in a way, and that it doesn't hold back as much as maybe, like, Ultraman can kind of feel like it does sometimes. And, yeah. I don't know, it's, it, it's a fun time, it's just kind of like this kind of wild like it's it's very weird too like they do a lot of weird filming techniques and stuff that i don't think work well and i feel like will probably grate on some people which is something i would uh definitely put out there as sort of like a no, that's... sort of content warning but just like it, you're probably not going to enjoy that or like most people i don't feel like will but or, or like it would be too much of a turn off. i guess is, is what i mean but it, yeah like it's uh i don't know it's just a fun sort of trippy time but it's I don't know. There's definitely something there. It's uh, I would say probably the big draw of like tokusatsu is just like the earnestness. And you can tell they have like big ideas, but not necessarily like the budget or the ability to like make it happen. And I I don't know. I, I enjoy it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's how creativity works, right? If you if you've got these people who have all these ideas, but they're limited in the ways of which they can represent it that kind of limitation actually often breeds some really interesting scenarios because they're like, okay, well how, what can we get across and how can we get across it? Even if it means compromises in some areas, what is the essence of what we most want to get across? And I think that a lot of artists work that way too, where it's like, if you're in a creative rut, people will ask you, okay, well like let's do a test where like for a month, this is my limitation. I have to create one drawing every day and I only have 15 minutes to do it. And I know people who have done that with um, music production, too, where there's like a challenge where um, you say, OK, I'm going to whenever I load up a synthesizer or like any instrument in my computer program, um, you know, there's presets of like patches. So, you know, they, they make a, a different preset for each synth sound. So it's like you can just load it up and be like, oh, the synth sounds like this or the synth sounds like that. Um People like myself who make music with these computer programs will often be like flipping through the presets and you'll lose like 15 minutes because you're just like, you know, you have the same chord and you're listening to it on loop and you're just cycling through, you know, what all the different presets sound like. And then you realize you spent an hour and you've not actually done anything more than that one chord. You just listen to it (laughs) with 150 different instruments. Uh, So people will put limitations on themselves like, okay, well, whatever is the first preset that pops up, I select it and I can't change it and I have to try and make you know, a a track, an instrument track in that song with that. And then I move on to the next instrument. So you're actually like, you're skipping the stuff that's kind of usually waste time with. And those kind of exercises with limitations are really valuable for, you know, sketch a day and things like that, where it's like, you don't worry about what the product is. You just do a sketch, get it out. And you're like, okay, well, how can I improve upon this? Or that's kind of cool. I, I created this interesting thing when I had this limitation. So the idea of like analoging that to, a tv show that has limited budget but has all these like ambitious ideas it's really cool to me i could see a lot of interesting things coming out of that for sure
1: yeah it's definitely one of those things where they they have a lot of interesting ideas but yeah sometimes the the execution can be hit or miss but
2: yeah i guess they never miss huh
1: well people are gonna miss us for a little bit because we're gonna head out and yeah that's all all we got for this week we got? you don't t- think t- that was t- enough
3: t- you want, you
1: want more? <laughs> It's empty. I Do thought we did a pretty good box- job bees. You, you tip the box over and nothing comes out we're out so <laughs> <laughs> uh thanks as always to our buddy
3: zoo Oh wait, you're here wait you, a minute was I was, ga- I was gonna say yeah. dude <laughs> did I did I am I like you know not here did I dissociate so hard that I'm no longer it was it was meant to be a funny lead up but a parent oh, I see. I actually, so I ruined it. Every I guess well, now I'm scared. banned. So now I am. I am gone. The episode.
1: My now my tendency to, out, to so. be pretty baked and do things like that unintentionally uh, it probably precedes that
3: to be uh, the assumption, and I don't blame
2: yeah. you. For that. Yes.
3: Well, yes, I agree. Thank me for being so generous <laughs> to give you some music and for also i mean like i went above and beyond this week because i'm here and that's special for everybody yeah. that's true. um but yeah I'm, I'm glad we got to do an episode with fly uh our, yeah. our banter is always appreciated yeah.
0: banter as in he tells puns and then i go <laughs>
1: it works for me <laughs> i no longer have to be the resident groaner yeah <laughs> um yeah i think that's it for us this week i have a big b and i've been Beas. we'll see y'all next week on the balcony
2: have a good night folks yeah i'll see you guys later
0: bye